She walked. That's it. She walked. First steps on her own. I am more chuffed than when I got picked as rounders captain at school, and I was really bloody excited then. We won the county championship. I was backstop. It was really, really good. I really miss rounders. It's far too underrated as a sport. It's like cricket, but actually fun, with fewer people in straw hats saying spiffing. Right now, though, I'm more chuffed than all of that. This week has been great. I'm in Mons, Belgium, on a poetry residency, working with other poets from the UK, Portugal, France and Belgium to write a show. It lasts two weeks. The only reason I could do it is because not only Dee, but my mum as well, came over for different amounts of time to help. Without them, I couldn't do any of this. Nothing. It's been bloody tiring, but so damn exciting. The only gripe of the week has been when the other poets have complained about being tired. Now, don't get me wrong, of course you can be tired but that doesn't stop me wanting to scream pretty loudly into my open palms and blurt out, fuck right off, you are not fucking tired, you have no sodding idea what the concept of tiredness even means. I don't normally feel this way. I remember before I was pregnant, a work colleague who had a baby used to shush me every time I mentioned I was sleepy. She used to fume with anger at the mention of anyone without children being tired in any way whatsoever. I used to forget this office rule and roll in moaning about getting no sleep and watch her face morph from a very funny and brilliant friend into that of a potential killer in two seconds flat. Although I do get it now, I swore I wouldn't do that to other people because it used to piss me off a treat. People without kids can have insomnia, sleep problems, stress, whatever, or just be tired, and some people with kids get plenty of sleep. But when it's a group of poets who've been sitting on their asses all day poncing about, I don't want to be insulting but I feels a little like this at times, with poetry and words on a residency in Belgium. Nah mate, sorry, shut the fuck up. Even with a kid to feed every five hours, even with about four hours of interrupted sleep a night and 5am wake-ups, I'm still finding this residency an easy job. Talking, writing poems and reading them to others. Please, it's bliss, it's like a holiday writing retreat. Maybe I just don't take this art form seriously enough. I know that words are not a passion to me as much as to the others. I mean, they are a passion, but I don't hunt for the right phrase or sound or metaphor so much. I just take a piece of paper and lash out my thoughts onto it. For some people, the skill of forming and crafting poetry is essential. For me, less so. I would like to care more. But when I have a baby with me, a new life that I have to sustain, that came from my body into the world and relies on me to keep it alive, it's hard to take words on a page more seriously than that. On the morning of the first day, we were all asked to write one poem based on the theme of supermarket products. We were given ten hours. Ten hours for one poem. Told to come back after five hours just to get a sense of whether ten hours would be long enough for the task. Ten hours for a practice poem. I realise I've been rushing my work to shit. When we met back up after five of those hours, one of the poets said they had thought of the first sentence but wanted to get it perfect. Everyone nodded like that was normal. Sometimes, I can't believe these things. My jaw almost dropped to the floor. I think I'm too practical. Or maybe it's an English thing. Michelle Madsen, the other poet there from England, had a similar open-mouth reaction. If I'm told to do something, I do it. Quickly. Rushed, probably. But five hours on one bloody sentence. How perfect can it get? As I said, this job is easy. Maybe not easy, just not tenuous. That was a good word. Tenuous. It's an exciting job too, a bloody pleasure and a privilege to do. I'm really, really privileged to be here. What it is not is tiring. I will pass my screaming baby to the next person who says that and see how much writing they manage to do. Don't be bitter, Holly. It's not their fault they didn't have a baby, and their poems will be much better.
back to the miracle steps. Dee and mum and me are in a cafe eating frites, which in Belgium tastes like a cross between the best Scottish chip supper and posh French skinny fries merged together in a vat of crispy duck fat and gold fairy dust. We're in the cafe because I took an hour to write the supermarket poem and then went for lunch, not sure what else to do. As we are talking, little one suddenly toddles away from us down a cobbled backstreet pavement on her own. I have no words for my excitement at this. Firstly, because for the last few months I have almost permanently fucked up my back by walking behind her holding her hands, my own body hunched over hers. D too. Hunchbacks together. Secondly, well, because I really love her and she just took her first steps in front of me, D and my mum. And that's brilliant. And I'm gushy. The funny thing is... I think she had to wait till it was just our family there to do it. I've always had a bit of a weakness for French, especially when spoken by a deep-voiced human with a pig.